Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos for here come the dreamers. Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets, butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos. Let us get to it and do it upright. Welcome the dreamers with all of our minds. Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting here in my family's lovely historic home overlooking the rolling New England fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination to join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. We'll unleash fresh jazz synergies as we explore the music and the dreams of our guest artists. So join us, because you never know. We just might touch a few of your dreams along the way. Shep, you're back. I'm back. You're back. Shep, if you're a fan of this show, which of course you are, else you wouldn't be listening, then you might recognize the dulcet guitar string tones <laughs> of Richard Shepard, who usually comes here kind of bookended by other two other talented musicians that comprise a Maranouche. A Maranouche, yeah. Which is your... A marinized, marinated, gypsy jazz. No, I just like the name of it, but t- your gypsy jazz and well, so much more. Well, it's kind of morphed into this gypsy flamenco swing thing that we do now. And you got a little pop in your blood, baby. I know it. I heard yeah, you. Well. We all do. You know, I, I am uh, constantly trying to develop things, develop sounds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the gypsy jazz genre has become very very prominent in the united states and, but uh, you scooped us because i remember way back in the when of dream farm radio when we first had you 
coming here and playing and even doing concerts together, uh, we were on the edge just having you, man. Because people were like, a, really? You can get that music here? It was a, it was an interesting time back then. <laughs> but back there, wasn't, the there wasn't a lot of people doing that music, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I love Django. You cannot... Django, tell everybody Django, who Django is. I love Django. I love the, the, whole, the whole thing of, of the... Django Reinhardt. Well, it's the, the closeness of, um, the you know, the human condition of, yeah. of connecting music to the whole experience, of, you know, the, the experience of a human condition. The Roma, they have songs. They sing songs. They sing songs like because you sing songs because you want to sing. You don't sing songs so you can make money, mm-hmm. you know. You, you sing songs so you can have wealth. Is it, Richness of heart. Well, right. wealth is family, health, and and desire for beauty. Money, it's not necessarily wealth. It's uh, important in some regards, but the singing for wealth, of beauty, of getting to you know family and divine things, is uh, is what this you know the music is about. That's what Django was about. That's why people couldn't handle him, because he would just go. Fishing. He would just go fishing, you know? Instead of, like, upping of, his bio. You know, yeah, upping his bio, getting clicks. I mean, he would just go fishing. Yeah. He would, like, you know, he would run a car until Back the, then clicks until the were oil. just like this. This well, is yeah. get your clicks, dude. Yeah, anyway. He would just get in a car and wear it out. Now, just some be, of people know who Django Reinhardt is, but you're going to have to give us a little... Because he was a, a massive character just in who he was. Even... His story, his history, the Roma people also, they call themselves gypsies. And then his his uh, hand got burned and the whole... Give us a little Django update, well, a little back story. Django was the greatest plectrum guitarist of the 20th century, and perhaps that means all pl- time, with, with a pick, pick yeah. And you know, the thing about that gypsy flamenco swing is using the sort of flamenco rhythm things with a pick, doing things with a pick rather than with your fingers. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe combining your fingers a little bit, but... There's a there's like a people that play this music that play with a pick and um, it gives a directness to the sound um, that is achieved very differently than playing with your fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, and Django just was a genius. That's it. I mean, there was Louis Armstrong for phrasing, and there was Django Reinhardt for picking technique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, really. I mean, everybody plays who plays guitar with a pick. And plays he's the like one Django. associated with this genre, Manouche music. Yeah, Manouche. Uh, Manouche, Manouche. Sinti. Yeah. Sinti. Mm-hmm. And the, of the Roma people of that, again, are call themselves gypsies. They, and But tell us, it, I just find it fascinating because he played that very, fa- he played blazing runs and, you know, uh, great uh, rhythm guitar, but he actually had a da- had damage to his hand right well yeah he was uh he had a uh, only two fingers that worked the on index his left and the middle hand. finger on his left, left hand, hand right which is but he could kind of work the third and the fourth and the thumb and uh it allowed him to sort of create this idea of horizontal rather than vertical playing he did vertical playing on the fretboard but going up and down horizontally playing lines up and down and it it just created this interesting sound that really i mean eddie lang was kind of doing it um it sounds fairly normal to us now but back then yeah back then it wasn't normal i mean you know innovations are like that though (laughs) yeah so yeah it's um it was just a really interesting thing that occurred 
with him. And uh, he just kind of, he got injured and he stayed and just practiced guitar and just stayed practicing for a couple of years and came back and was... Uh, but then at the height, his, he would do these things like just take off to like live and be with his family and, and he wasn't uh, driven by his career. Well, you know, he wanted to he do his, his career, music, but you but... know, it's, it's like when he came to New York with Duke after the war, you know, he thought that there would be people like really, you know, talking to him, were you know, saying amazing things about him. And Gibson Guitar Company gave him a guitar to use, and he went around with the Duke Ellington Orchestra, and it was a, uh, it was a good show. It was a, people that saw it. It was a good show, great show. Django was a handful, you know. He was just. He was just, he was a great musician at time, you know, most of the, you know, all the time really, but it was just, he was living life in the moment rather than planning ahead, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a mode of existence a lot for a Roma kind of attitude mm -hmm. of like living, like when you have your babies, they are new and it's joyous and, you know, that's where you are right there in the moment. You're not planning things out. You're not like planning for college and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You're just really happy to be alive with your family, you know? Present, super yeah, in, present, Yeah, in this right? real present place, you know, and that's kind of what a, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of jazz musicians do, you know? So. Um, but tell us, he fascinated you, and he made a big impression on you. And so, of course, then um, you uh, got really into Manouche music and then formed a Marinouche, which allowed you to bring your own sensibilities into it while still staying true to i believe to the the heart of what you learned from him and today you know you're here with just one guitar i mean you've got many guitars but you're 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 as a solo guitarist and um i think that what you have to do is uh and share is like you said you're exploring outside of that of those places now especially and so we're going to hear some interesting I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. The, the thing is, it's like, you know, when you play... Because you play with all kinds of people. You're not only playing Manouche music. Yeah, I do a lot of things. I play guitar and, mm -hmm. you know, play with people, play with them, doing what they do best and working with that. That's mm -hmm. what I um, want. That's what I do. To, you I you do. have the capacity to see what people's, you mentioned the strengths are, and step into a gig and enhance that. That's the average idea. Into, yeah, well, there that you know, th that would be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> it makes people. It makes people happy. It makes them. You know, they're. The, first of all, you know, everybody has a beautiful thing they're doing generally, and uh, you just work with that. You know, yeah. instead of like, you know, I mean, I do my thing when I do sitting in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but. Uh, but you know what? Before we lose uh, the 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 evanescence. Effervescence. Effervescence. There the you go. Evanescence. Of evanescence our, even, too. The presence of this moment. Let's get you playing one of your original tunes. Would you say this is Manushian? It's called Canto. Yeah, this is. We'll just hear your influences. Let bring it on, my friend.
was a song, wasn't it? That was your original. And you've done that with the whole group, right? Yep. So if anyone's curious to know what that sounds like with bass, that's what I was going to snag a little bit of that for our uh, for our bumper music to hear what it sounded like also with, with the full Amerinouche. The full the band, yeah, sure. Yeah, because you just paired it back so we could hear what was going on in your crazy brain, dude. <laughs> awesome. Well, this is uh, Shep from Amerinouche and on solo guitar. Do you play a whole lot differently solo than you do in the band? I don't know. I just play, you know, the great thing about playing, like sitting in it and just playing and working and working out and working on these things, working them out, is the, the idea that you can, uh, you can create silence really easy. And, uh, what do you mean by that? Just well, stop playing? <laughs> well, you know, the idea of playing silence, for example, you know, a C sharp minor structure, right? Uh-huh. And you can play, it's like this minute of silence, you know? The breath between. Yeah, yeah it's like silence, you, yeah. know, you create these moments of silence. Where is it not so much when you're in a band? Well, you know, when you're Unless with a band, you, you, rehearse, you create exactly. them together, yeah. you know what I mean? And you do these things together. And the great thing about playing, the, the frightening thing about playing by yourself is, you know, the, the thing about guitar is sustain, right? It's yeah. all about sustain. And because it doesn't. It's right. a lot guitar of quick, de it decays, the, yeah. the notes. There's no pedal to stick your foot Yeah, on. to go like, oh, yeah. yeah. But that's the great thing about piano, uh, the guitar as opposed to piano. But Monk never played with a piano, uh, with pedals. You know, he always just, he always played the piano. So he didn't um, exploit the fact that there was a pedal for sustain. No. He just let the sound, the so vibration yeah. be in the air, and, right? And that's one of the things that I really inspires me to, to play the way I play, is the way Monk, you know, like Mike Theolonis Monk's, uh, I mean, there's no way that I'm just, It's like a singer know, singing but, without reverb, dude. Well, <laughs> You know, Monk was, just, Monk was just powering through stuff, and that's what you do with the guitar is you power through stuff. It's cool. Yeah, you know? yeah. awesome. So. Well, you know, for this little uh, outro, I'm going to see if we can get some of Canto with a Marinouche so people can hear and, and put together what you just played and, and check out what it sounded like with the band. So I'm listening to Richard Shepard here for Dream Farm Radio, guitarist extraordinaire, <laughs> honest. So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. This is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. 
we've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. This is Dream Farm Radio, and today in the barn I have Richard Shepard, guitarist and, and pioneering forming member of Amerinoush, the Gypsy Jazz Manoush Trio. But, dude, you came without your, your compatriots. It's kind of cool. Well, actually, I did come with my compatriots. They're just, they're just, they're here, but they're in, in, they're in another dimension. They're in another dimension. Yeah, you can hear them because you, I know when you're playing, you can hear those bass lines that, that you would have. So normally, uh, you would have a pomp player. Well, that's the, that's the accompaniment, the, the, yeah, the, the, the pump is like a funny thing, you know, because it, it's, it's grown so much in my playing. Uh, since I've been doing it, uh, you know, and the pump show, is just a rhythm Show us thing. the pump. Well, the pump, P-O-M-P-E. Pump. Is a, basically, basic pump is you take a, a tune like... And then you spice it up a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of like the locomotive behind the whole well, thing. I, you That's know, what it feels like. I like Gene Krupa. I like Gene Krupa tremendously. Is he a pomper? Well, he's a drummer. He was a drummer. Oh. Gene Krupa. Duh. And uh, he played with Benny Goodman and uh, all that, you know. And um, it just... Uh, I'm fired. No, you're not. And it's uh, it's like... Um, it, it it's I have this crazy... like influences like i sit and listen to drummers and play with drummers play, yeah you know that's what i do i'm one of the things i've done i do i'm fascinated with alvin jones i listen to alvin jones i listening to him today with sonny chirac as a matter of fact um and um that's the cool you know, thing about guitar is a percussive instrument it, it mainly is a percussion instrument i mean i guess it depends upon what kind of player you want to be if you you know but you can like, do it both it's like piano can be percussion yeah. they don't know whether piano is percussion or strings they still yeah. haven't figured that out you know, it's, it's, I like the percussive nature of guitar. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. And it's fun. I mean, when you've been here with your group, the, that uh, driving pomp is just a, is gas, man. And, and then you've gone back and forth between that and, and your soloing and the, the melodic element, which, which uh, we've got you here doing today. And you're fascinated with swing. Yeah. You I know? love swing music. How can you what not other, like swing music? I don't know. No. I mean, what else informs your playing, do you think? Well, besides the minutiae, the the swing, the the drumming, the drummers. Well, you know, I I mean, when you when it comes down to it, anybody that's doing something of quality that's wonderful is an influencing structure in your mind because it is singing to you. Anything that sings to you is an influence, and that's just the way it is. You know, mm-hmm. that's it. So we're influenced by a lot of things we shouldn't be that we just let in the environment. And then you go, whoa, whoa, you know, it's good to be careful and to really be intentional about what we let in. Absolutely. Well, you know, even those things that are, you know, maybe not necessarily, you know, like, 
you have to have all these things so you know about things that you don't want to do. Um, you know, if you if you if you do them and you don't like them, well, then you know not to do it. So it's yeah. just you know, it's all about development and hopefully not anything tremendously horrendous. You know, well, but <laughs> but you know, at least George, these. <laughs> uh, what was his, what's the guy that what's his name? George George Burns George Burns George, George Burns, Burns right? You yeah. know, he he said that in order to get great, you've got to stink <laughs> first. You've got to you've got to yeah. really push it. You yeah. know. Hopefully not, you know, in your moral character, but musically, no, no, no. in your talent, about in working, your art. Working right? out things, you know, yeah. working out things. Bob yeah. Hope was the same way. Yeah. Yeah, I get I'm, it. I get know, the stink part. You know. Me too. I, uh, I, I just, those kind of guys, the vaudeville guys, you know, we did a show in this place, Pittman Theater in New Jersey, and they had all these guys signing the wall in the back. It was like Milton Burrow and Jackie Gleason, and, and it was just really pretty wild. It, you know, that you're there in this dressing room where these people were. And, um, you know, it made me think about that. It yeah, made me think about sure. George Burns, you know. I love it. So you, but you keep writing and playing and, and innovating. And, and I want to hear this next piece, Manimal. Manimal is a, a, a tune that's been a constant for uh, the, the group, myself. It's, uh, um, it's been a very good, uh, good tune in the sense that it connects. Um, you know, I, personal things have happened this year that, uh, my connection to Delaware Bay has gotten much more ethereally, ethereal and profound. And, um, this tune, Manimal, is about Manimal Shoal, Manimal Lighthouse out in Delaware Bay. And, uh, I grew up out there, grew up on Morris River in South Jersey, uh, around a lot of, uh, commercial fishing and, uh. So this tune, Manimal, I wrote because it's just about being able to get home. Mm. And um, the idea of the safety of lighthouses and what they provide, the, the, me the metaphor of it. So awesome. and this is about manifold lights. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. 
Thank you, Mr. Shepard. Was any of that, how much of that surprised you? All of it. And, and in what sense? Like, how do you, I mean, I sense that, but how would you describe, you, you started out, did you know, okay, this is my intro, and no. this is how I go, or were you thinking changes? Were you thinking? I'm, I am not thinking. Me not. either. <laughs> no, it's, 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 Yuli it's doesn't just, think. <laughs> no. no, it's, it's the idea, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the thing that to do, okay, is to mix the intellectual with the ethereal mm-hmm. and to live off of it, to view it so that it is moving as it moves without your without you getting in the way of it. Yeah. I mean, your brain and, is clearly working and there's an inte- intellect involved in in it. But you're saying like, when you're just so super hyper self-aware and, and uh, focused on your well, yeah, you know, control. Yeah, you, you see, you see humanity. You see the human condition. And we suffer from the human condition and that's the, the, the beautiful thing about artists, what artists do is that what we try to do is communicate the human condition in the best possible light that we possibly can as a connective sense of one rather than separate division mm-hmm. to move us towards one, to move us towards the one thing that, that we are, which are we are part of the divine. 
you know? Mm. <laughs> Dude, I'm, you're blowing my mind. Well, we got separated from the divine, but I know a guy who made that right. <laughs> you and right. I have talked about yep. him, and I love him personally. Um, in any event, uh, could you play a standard for us? Would you give us Stella by Starlight? We got about five minutes okay, left, and I'd like that. to I'd like to hear okay. what what you sound like on a standard. Okay, Stella is a great tune, huh? Yeah, it's a great tune. <laughs> nice. So let's see. Uh.
That was Richard Shepard's version of Stella by Starlight. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah. I gotta think, you know, talking about all that thinking stuff, I just had to get back into it a little bit there. You I mean, guess so, thinking yeah. or not thinking? Well, I was thinking, you know, getting into it there, just like, oh yeah, yeah, right, okay, yeah. Yeah. I remember how this goes. Do you talk to yourself while you play? Yeah. <laughs> you know, come on, dude. Or whatever. I mean, but how much of that is self-conscious and gets in your way, or do you ch- you cheer yourself on? Well, I just kind of like to say, just like to say, okay, I'm okay, with you. yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. More with Richard Shepard coming in the next segment of Dream Farm Radio. This is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Dream Farm Radio, and today I have the tour de force behind Amerinouche and so much more, the guitarist who who shaped and formed and was the vision to bring to life his own fresh version of Manouche music in our region and far beyond. Richard Shepard, who's hey, now Julie. with guitar. Hi, Julie. Hey, dude. <laughs> it's good to see you. I know. And it's funny because... When I get together with Richard to use these words, I tried to use it in a sentence earlier, evanescence. <laughs> you got to use words like evanescence 
when Richard's around. You got to talk about, you know, transcendence and, and oh my gosh. Ugh. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's okay. It's, it's kind of like, you know, you start a fire with a little match and before you know it, you know, you burned your house you've got ground. evanescence. You do. <laughs> well, the, I, the, but you know, we share this in common. Uh, uh, there's, to me, there's a huger, huger purpose to music, especially um, music that heals the soul the hungry soul, way bigger purpose than just being the center of attention, doing your thing and doing your own thing. So here at Dream Farm, we're starting a brand new project, live streams of of music that um, is meant to bring people, honestly, if I could just be honest, I'll just be honest, brings people into the presence of God who created music. Sorry if you don't like that. That's what we're all about. That's good stuff. And so Shep asked me if, if, if there might be a, a way we could collaborate on this. And I said, heck yeah. So we just got down, got yeah. down with it. A couple of pieces that I wrote that um, show my love of, of the almighty, man. Very and, good. And uh, and uh, this, this particular music comes out of ancient Jewish prayer and I serve in a Jewish Messiah. So hello, Yeshua. And so we're gonna sing this, I'm gonna sing this and we're gonna experiment on on really just being aware of who he is as we play. And let's see what happens. What do you yeah, think? Sounds good. Okay, here we go. Thank you. 
Wow, that was nice, man. Yeah. Is that what we say in Jersey? We go, yeah. Yeah, that was nice, man. It was. It was. It was like really gentle and nice. Very, very loving. Very, very nice. Yeah. Thanks for letting me uh, do that with you. It's nice stuff, you know. It was, um, made me all excited and effervescent. Don't make fun of me now. Well, Professor inside how it's you okay. play. You know the thing is the thing is, Julie, you know, here's the thing. If yeah, you can't thing? if you can't if you can't like have fun with me, you're not paying attention. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean <laughs> I D N R, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, let's have some more fun. We have uh, about eight minutes left in the show and okay. I want you to take us places. Okay. Well, I thought maybe talk about um, you know, some of these ideas. And uh, the idea of uh, playing like a more t- traditional kind of flamingo-esque kind of piece. 
um, in the gypsy flamenco kind of style, just kind of go through a couple things. And the idea of them, I wrote this tune uh, along this time, and the idea was to sort of try and put forth a communication of, of our collective parenthetical thinking of what we think about, you know, we think about in our lives, we think about family, we think about instances, instances of uh, um, our realizations, um, things that we've not achieved or achieved, but they're all like sort of like this amalgamation of uh, life in this, uh, in this collage. And uh, everything, these moments are along this time. And the idea of, of this tune had this, uh, had this kind of like odd, but very interesting kind of uh, uh, movement. And so I'll play a little bit of it. It's like this idea of bringing this kind of sensibility, you know, playing with a pick, you know. I liked it, my friend. You know, we only have a few minutes left. Can you caprice us de amor? Sure. Caprice de amor. Thank you. 
I was hearing some flamenco-y things in there. <laughs> and it's your love caprice, man. You're playing with love, dude. No, you know, you always play with, in, with the most honest intention that you can. You do your work with the most honest intention you can. And uh, we even don't even cut out the planes in the background. Right, no, because people are jumping out of airplanes. Yeah, people are jumping out over of the farm. Out. I love it, but people are are going to want to know if you go to Amerinouche.com, you can find not only Richard Shepherd but the whole Amerinoucheness. The whole group. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Richard. Thanks for having me, Julia. I really yeah. appreciate it. Blessings to you and blessings to everyone. Amen. All Catch right. you next time. For photos of the farm, show information, or to learn about becoming a sponsor, visit dreamfarmradio.org, where you can sign up to receive free weekly episodes of our program. Dream Farm Radio is produced by Don Richardson at mlcrecording.com. Thanks for listening. Every dreamer needs someone who touch their dreams.